Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Kevin! Yes, sir. Did you get to make it to Fayetteville Saturday for that uh, exhibition game? I sure did, and it felt like anything but an exhibition game. Uh, offensive and defensive coordinators got raises. Um, the rebounding coach uh, got a, a, a talking to. Uh, but the Arkansas Razorbacks did about what I thought they would do. I thought they were going to put themselves in a position to win that game. I thought they would be close in the, in the last four minutes or so. Uh, I didn't know what they would do with that opportunity, though. That was the big question mark, because I felt like Purdue would probably be the team, if you had to predict, would probably better be better prepared to, to come through in a close game because of their familiarity with each other, being in these situations and the high level of success they've had together. Well, Arkansas might have some unknowns, and the game gets tighter late you know uh, we see teams all the time be in a game and then at the end it's the team with more cohesive experience that finds a way uh, so i thought arkansas uh you know that's almost an a-plus effort all around i mean you've got sold out bedwalton arena you've got two top 15 ranked teams you've got a great college basketball game uh that doesn't count unfortunately uh because it was a great game and it's it was memorable uh, so being able to cover that one, that was that's something I haven't seen is a game like that in October, um, and, 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 and one that doesn't count, but it sure felt like it meant a lot to everybody, including the coaches and players. All right, Kevin, we've got, we're going to try to work through a couple of calls here real quick that's been holding. Savage, mm-hmm. good afternoon. What's going on, fellas? You doing What's right? up, buddy? How are you? Oh, doing good. Now, Randy, it's, it's good to see you being a kid again. You know, you get that Texas Ranger game. Yeah. I saw some pictures of it. It was like you had an yeah. awesome time. Yeah. It was a fantastic experience. Uh, I mean, Mr. Hatcher made everything so simple. And to be able to have those kind of seats, to be able – it was all about David, by the way. That was David's birthday right. present. Oh, say I I didn't even know he went. You just talked about you being there, and oh, then yeah. this morning David said he was on the trip. Oh yeah, it was all about me. Okay, it's so it was his me. birthday, and you got to go. Yes, I got that. Actually, I I was far down the totem pole, but the way it worked out, uh, some other calling people, and everybody said no. Yeah, everybody and said, kept saying you. no. Yeah, so the, finally they got to me. But um, Rick, right. they, they, Rick, they had to have a designated driver. That's why I took Randy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one fabulous experience. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, I was a fan number one, and it, what I mean by a fan, let me let me clarify that because I'm not a fan of the Texas Rangers. But I right. being part of the baseball. media. Well, no, I'm talking about being part of the media. Oh, right, yeah. You, you get so immune to things. And, yeah. you know, you don't cheer, you don't jump up and down, you don't do this, you don't do that. You have to be careful what you say in the press box. Somebody might hear what you're talking about. But anyway, I was just a fan. That was that was the cool part about it. And uh, yeah. so 
that was a tremendous experience. I can check one off my bucket list. I'm 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 still glowing over the trip. And if you're able to pick me up on uh, whatever uh, mode of video, uh, I've still got my Texas Ranger hat on. And on the <laughs> yeah, side of it is really cool because you know they they have. I'm guessing why they jacked the prices up is because of all the fancy stuff they stick on their you know World Series and that kind of stuff. So it uh, adds a little extra meaning. Pretty cool. And just real quick, Rick, we talk about yes. uh, Coach being a lame duck, and I agree with Randy. And if you talk about the recipe for this, and not that he brings it on himself, I don't care what kind of millions you make, you shouldn't take a bashing on Twitter. Uh, he's put in that role. I get he's one of the highest paid you know, coaches in this state. But when you set him at his recipe for going down in front of the fan base, it's laid out there. His press conferences, Randy, you've talked about it. He's terrible at it. He didn't have the right PR person to walk into these. No. Uh, Enos, the hire didn't work out. That's there. The lack of team play. The team's not together. You can see how how down they were. KJ's rolling his eyes on the sideline. So you could tell they were just down. You know, And you're the offensive line guru, but you're not coaching the offensive line. There's so many things that add up where the fan base, they don't have a choice but to turn on you. Do you agree with that, Randy? Yes. I mean, when when you when the when the fan base either quits caring, which I don't think yep. at this point that's not people that's still not care, yet. or they no. wouldn't be calling. Yeah, that's right. And it, or they wouldn't be griping. But when you feel like you can't even pick up a yard, you can't even complete a pass. You can't convert when the opportunity presents itself. When you start losing that hope, that's when you're in trouble. And I think Sam finally realized that he had to cut it off. He waited way too late. I cannot believe he allowed for so many weeks when he kept saying, I want to move the pocket. The pocket never moved. All the things that he said that he wanted to do Enos was basically doing the opposite. He should have canned his tail several weeks ago, in my opinion. He absolutely. let it go on yeah, way too long. Hope he learned a lesson out of this. I hope so. But once you lose us, you hard to get, get you back. back. Well, that, that here's and, here's where yeah, and as far as lame duck, you asked uh, about losing the fan base. He probably he lost a bunch of the fan base with Mississippi State. I don't think he had lost as much yet. He did. He gained. I'm not saying he gained anybody back by firing Enos, but at least he made it more palatable. And but he's got to win some games down the stretch. And then next year, if he's here, he's got to have a really good year. I mean, a really good year mm-hmm. uh, to get the fan. Because I here's the here the thing about the fan base at Arkansas, they're going to support the Razorbacks no matter who the coach is, but. If if you don't if they don't believe in you the minute you're gone they don't care they want to know who's next if if they believe well, in you they want to keep you and I don't know that there's a lot of support for that I think he may be the coach but I think there are people that'll think hey we're, we'll support the team but we're not so sure this is the right deal and as a fan base most of us don't agree with stubbornness the fourth and one call absolutely it's right. it just it drives me crazy if us as fans and 
all, everybody in the media, media, if everybody sees it and your stubbornness won't let you get past it because whatever yeah. that is, everybody's got a problem with it, and that's why everybody's passionate and they call in. It's not that we're being negative. Yeah. We're asking why. Oh, that's and right. It, and I, and I, the thing is, it, it failed against Kent State and BYU. T- that's two. Those two, you've got to figure BYU. That's that was the play that lost the game. Mm-hmm. But then to right. do it again, at, at, what was it? A and M was that the next? And yeah, yeah. oh, that's right, A yes. and M. And lose the next, lose a game, lose a third, a second game because of it for the third time failing it at A and M. That's that's where it was inexcusable. Mm. All right, we have. Kevin McPherson, and we hope oh my gosh, that's right. that he likes Sorry, to talk Kevin. football. Yeah. Hang in there, Kev. All right, that is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, thanks to Fence Broker. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined by our basketball guru. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, Kevin, this one from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Mitch says, I think Mitchell played the big man good. He fouls out, but he played awesome. I could be a little biased. Go Hogs. Yeah, Makai Mitchell, you know, Chandler Lawson started in this game and played 33 minutes. Uh, there were times Mitchell played 20. That's about what he averaged last year, but he started all but one game in the regular season. He did not start in either exhibition game, Makai Mitchell. Um, but he did. He had his moments. He, he matched up with um, with the big man some. And uh, I remember some good defensive possessions that Mitchell had. He got a couple of steals, uh, blocked a shot. So he, he did some good things. He had a nice layup in transition. Uh, I thought there were other times, though, where he was a little flat-footed in ball watching. Uh, he missed a chippy layup, which was, you know, he did that some last year. Um, so I think he, you know, I think he, I think the comment is correct, though. He did some good things in this game. He factors in big into what Arkansas can do this year, and on the, especially front line. Because uh, he's a he's got starter value even even if he comes off the bench I think he's in the top seven rotation that's a given whether Chandler Lawson starts or he does so by committee those two I think are going to get most of your five minutes I still want to see what happens with Jalen Graham because he missed both exhibition games he missed Arkansas's pro day with those back spasms and he's a guy that's always had question marks defensively it's you know his offense has been fine. Um, so you, you wonder how does he fit in the mix? Because I think he, like Lawson, can play the four or the five. And I think, you know, obviously Mitchell's a five. So we're going to see plenty of Makai Mitchell, and there's no doubt about it, he had some good moments defending Edie. The player that um, I guess I was as happy for uh, as any player, and that was Layden Blocker. He played just under eight minutes. He was three of four from the floor. Uh, he had three fouls. He had one assist, one turnover. Uh, I thought, especially considering the way, and I'm just going by the box of the UT Tyler game and then uh, uh, any other play so far, red for that matter, the red-white game, uh, from what I read, that really was not 
what I would call vintage lane blocker. Uh, I thought this past Saturday he stepped up and played an important role in that game. Kevin, do you think that's something that um, we might see now going forward, that he might have earned some minutes out of that game on Saturday? Yeah, I think he was going to get minutes. So I wrote about the, the rotations. I wrote about guys that would be closers. Just had an article yesterday in hogville.net, and I included uh, kind of stock risers. I picked seven guys that I thought stock went up, and he was one of them. I don't have him in the top rotation right now, but here's what was interesting, Randy, and I'm glad you brought him up. He played very well in his minutes. He attacked the basket, got to the basket, showed no fear. I mean, this is a very good Purdue in that and that stretch of the game, the first half, it was more of a grind. It was a defensive game at that point. And so Arkansas, it wasn't easy to get to get scores, even though percentage-wise at the end of the game, it, Arkansas shot over 50%. It wasn't necessarily easy getting, getting those points early. And I thought he did a good job of attacking the defense. Uh, in the second half, he has a pull-up 20-foot jumper at the end of a shot clock. In the game, again, we know it was tight all the way. So he, to me, his confidence... But this is the tr- this was the hidden value, and a lot of people probably noticed this. At the end of both the first half as well as the end of regulation, when it was down to a defensive possession, dead ball, Eric Mossman put him in the game over a veteran guy for a defensive possession in both cases, end of first half, end of regulation. That says a lot to me about the value that Mossman already sees in Layden as a defender. And and we know it starts with defensive end with Musman. This is why, right now, there's veteran guards ahead of him. I think Arkansas's veteran core, those four guards, Devo, Ellis, Shimon, Mark, and Battle, I don't see anybody uprooting those guys. But that doesn't mean there's not a place for, for Layden Blocker to help his team, not only in situations like I just described, but six, eight, maybe ten minutes in, in, in games that are, that are against competition where you know the game's going to be tight because – that was the first opportunity for this entire team playing together. And you see a true freshman go out there against Purdue and do what he did. Yeah. And that's not to say he's going to play like that every game. But some of these other guys aren't going to have be on point every game either. But I think there's opportunities for him. Doesn't mean I think he's going to be in a rotation anytime soon. But you don't take it off the table. And I thought he responded well with his opportunities. I thought he played a very strong. Uh, you know, he did have the 3,000 in turnover. He had another drive where he got blocked at the rim, but I like the fearlessness and the toughness because that was a game of toughness. Arkansas got out rebounded. We know that, but every, just about everywhere else, I thought Arkansas was a better team, and it was because of guys like Layden Blocker being fearless going to the basket. Let's talk with Rick. Well, Rick's not there. Let's talk with uh, Victor. He's not there. Okay. That made that rather simple. Um. Let's see, I'm checking through to make sure that I'm not missing something uh, here on our uh, either our buzz text line or live feed and feedback. Okay, I'll just move on. I, uh, that way I won't waste your time. Uh, the other uh, aspect that I do believe that everyone concerned, I don't know what his situation was the following day, and what I mean by that is with uh, Trevin Brazil ended up playing almost 31 minutes, 15 points, five rebounds. The minutes, Kevin, is what caught my attention. Yeah, and 
Musselman said he would not be in a minutes restriction, but he said he would play 15 to 25 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Which is a minutes restriction relative to a guy who's fully cleared. And, and if you're playing in a competitive game, that counts. So that tells me that exhibition, he had a different set of values on how he wanted to – or a set of different rules on how he wanted to evaluate players. Uh, but I think – and I've said this. If this is a competitive game, Arkansas's in it, you're not going to see – you're going to see him stick to a seven or eight rotation, and guys are going to play bigger minutes maybe than he thought he was going to do because Musselman doesn't want to lose. And I don't blame him. You try to win a game like that. I don't care if it counts or not. Brazil's been cleared, fully cleared for a while. They've just kind of slow walked some of the stuff, the five on five, all of that. Uh, and I don't think the 31 minutes were a problem. In fact, he looked really good to me. I thought Brazil looked good. I, I you know, um, efficient shooting, made all of his free throws, showed you three point range, got to the rim. Uh, that dunk was a thing of beauty. Uh, you know, the five rebounds is okay. Uh, he got a block. He got a couple. I think he had three steals, you said. So he. He was very active at both ends. Obviously, he wasn't going to match up with Edie and vice versa. Those are two different kinds of players altogether. Um, but but I thought when a game of two marquee names, he was as good as Edie and probably better. I think Edie had a good stretch in that early stages of the second half. Overall, I thought Arkansas did a great job by committee, starting with Chandler Lawson, but other guys, guards helping out. Uh, Makai Mitchell, we talked about that. And I... Uh, I just think that you, you you learn a lot from that game, and you'd love to take your lessons with a win. What about the explosiveness, Kevin? That, that to me, last year, I think of his explosiveness. Did he seem to have that back? Yeah, I mean, the transition dunk. Um, you know, in the previous exhibition game, he had an offensive rebound and went immediately back up. He didn't gather. He didn't, you know, he wasn't. In other words, there are certain plays you watch and you're like, that's Trevin. That, that's the old Trevin. So I think it's there. I think the other part, Randy, is I'm not sure we're seeing as much of it right now because he's prob- it's probably one of those things that even though it's instinctive, there may be part in the back of his mind where he's not, you know, he's not in, in volume having some of those plays right now as maybe he you know, wants to be sure of things. I think sometimes your mental part of it, you might not try some things as often uh, while you're still getting getting reacclimated. So yeah. he's shown me enough where I don't think the explosive part of it's an issue. I think it's more of a mental thing, and I'm not saying it's a mental thing that it's kept him from doing it. I think we're going to see more and more of it's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's going to kind of snowball. Mr. Little baby, he's, ta- he's taking baby steps, which is what he should. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you Thursday. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of our friends of fence brokers. Hour number three, straight ahead. Pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys.